Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, good evening, and welcome to this week's award-winning Man on the Post. I am your host, I am Chris, and with me this week I have got Adam, back after a few weeks. You alright? Hello. How you doing? Good. You've been busy, where have you been? Um, just climbing the social ranks, Chris, you know what it's like. Schmoozing. Yeah, uh, I'm a professional now. <laughs> My name's on public bodies. Is it? Which ones? Uh, Toilets or bodies? Both. <laughs> but that's not, that's 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 by the by. If they find out about that, they'll strike me off the actual list. <laughs> I can imagine you as an apprentice candidate. What are you trying to say? Some of the, those people are fucking morons. Not all. I like the one that looks like Mickey Pierce. I don't know who Mickey Pierce is. Oh, do you remember him, Colin? Oh, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> uh, that voice there is Colin. Hello, Colin. How are you? Yeah, very well. Hi, hi everybody. Good. Uh, I want to send an apology for last week. We did record an episode last week. Unfortunately, it was just uh, unputoutable uh, due to some audio issues that we had. We did choose a five-side team from Manchester City. Um, we had Paul from the United Rankcast on, and he really fought the, the cause of some of these Manchester City players, so make of that what you will. Um, so we went for Joe Hart in goal. We cheated a little bit and put Yaya Torre in defence, and then we went for George Kincladze, David Silva, and Sergio Aguero as our midfield lot. What do you make of that, Adam? Sorry, so uh, Kinklatsi got in. Who did he get in instead of? Um, Ross was on the podcast, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> me and Ross shoehorned him in. Yeah, me and Ross shoehorned him in. Oh, Ross turned up especially for that, didn't he? Uh, pretty much. Well, we had <laughs> we had Vincent. Everyone pretty much voted for Vincent Company in defence. Yeah, and obviously. we couldn't quite get four into three with Torre, Kinklatsi, Silver, and Aguero. So we came up with the idea of putting Yaya Torre in defence, and then we could get the other three in. It's still a big okay. team. It's a, it's a terrible idea. It's still a very good team, though. <sighs> I'm disappointed in you, Ross. Oh, yeah, you kind of think anyone playing football before 2002 doesn't count. Well, that's the, 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 to the contrary of most of our listeners who seem to think the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for something Preston North End is still a, a force in the world. Um. Right, this week we're going to be talking about uh, games within the Premier League, uh, we shall be touching a little bit on the Champions League, um, some lower league stuff, and then our finally our five-a-side team this week is going to be uh, Southampton, um, which I'm sure is one for all our uh, Pompey fans that listen. Um, first things first, we're going to go to Chelsea first of all, uh, it's probably the big game of the weekend, Chelsea won, Liverpool 3. Um, I started watching this, and then when Chelsea scored from what was pretty appalling Liverpool defending, I thought this was probably a bit too much, and I went and took my dog for a walk for an hour and a half, and came back just as Benteke scored. I think Jose wishes he's taken his dog for a walk as well. If he wishes he's done the same thing. Yeah. Well, At can... that same point as well, if he just left it for a while, this is, all gr- this is going great. <laughs> and then he comes back after sort of 75 minutes like I did. 
Well, maybe that's when he wishes... That, I think that's when he sort of, as he's walking towards the ground, maybe he can sense the atmosphere and he just takes a left. Well, he didn't leave the um, the dugout five minutes early to ring his wife and tell her the score this time, did he? No, she already knows. Deep in her heart, she already knows. <laughs> you think she's already packing? <laughs> um, first Premier League win for Jurgen Klopp. Uh, I've kind of had the sort of horrible feeling with Klopp. Uh, I put this on Twitter about the fact that I feel with Klopp that, and Liverpool that it's like pulling a really, really stunning girlfriend that you know is way out of your league and you spend your entire time in fear that they're going to leave you. I think that it doesn't really matter. He can actually basically fail and I'm not sure how long he could walk around like the Emperor with no clothes on and the media would still be telling him that that his shit doesn't stink. He's, yeah, they've very much taken to it, haven't they? It's painful. It's not, it's lovely. It is painful. It's just, honestly, full of science. It's fantastic. Oh, it's lovely, isn't it, to see a big club like this that has been in the doldrums for so long and now sort of starting to rejuvenate itself. What, by, what, what, by beating Chelsea? <laughs> West Ham did that. Well, yeah, I guess that's the big club you're talking about. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, that's it. That's what I'm talking about. This is Klopp for West Ham. Um... Liverpool bossed this. They had 57% possession, 16 shots, twice as many as Chelsea. Um, when I did come back in, I saw Adam and Alana jump over the ball and dummy it. Ben Teke take about four touches in the penalty area with four Chelsea players around him and still get his shot away and score. It's really not looking good, not so much for Jose, but also the team as well. Where do you reckon that's coming from, Colin? Well, I don't know if you guys heard about uh, Five Lives' Gary Richardson, who said that there was a player who... He didn't name, but he said would would rather lose than than win. But Gary Richardson, Gary Richardson's a yeah. whole podcaster himself. Well, he's he's just putting it out there. There's something wrong, isn't there? I mean, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I looked at this game before. You know, we're looking at the weekend fixtures, and I thought, no, no, I'm sorry, Liverpool are not all that. Chelsea are going to not be great, but they're going to be good enough to to beat Liverpool and. Crikey, they got thumped again, didn't they? I mean, there's a few talking points. Maybe should Lucas have been sent off? A lot of people say he should have done. I don't think he should have done. Yeah, he um, should have. Of course he should have done. Of course you two don't think he should As Chris definitely doesn't think he should have done, but that was a yellow card. No. Well, it, it's a difficult one for me. I, I also saw... Um, well, come right, on, Colin, 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 he hasn't been booked. He does that tackle. Is it a yellow card? No. Well, Chris is wrong. Chris, <laughs> I may be, I may well, be a bit biased. Chris shouldn't be doing a football podcast then. <laughs> oh, should, what about, have you when, mentioned when, Diego Costa, anybody? When does the netball season well. start? Chris, Chris can get involved then. <laughs> I, I've got really involved can... in netball quite happily. I've seen uh, some of the teams. I, I uh, just thought... that's the, another one of those attitudes that we want out of football. What's that? Misogyny. <laughs> yes. Well, she's she's. I tell you, no, no hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Because Ava's come back, hasn't she? She's what? What is court? Well, yeah, she's suing the club, and she's also suing Jose personally for um, constructive dismissal. I don't know how she's going to sue Jose for that. I mean, she, the club, yeah, but I think she's probably just suing Jose for being a cunt. Is that enshrined in <laughs> law? Is it? <laughs> Well, his day, be. his day also got worse because he's got a stadium ban now, hasn't he, for um, his dismissal at West Ham? He'll love that. That'll go down well. 
he'll be sneaking in in his little... What did he do last time? He sneaked in in a laundry basket, didn't he? Supposedly, yeah. That was in a Champions League game. That's right. Um, anybody see Jose's post-match interview? Beautiful. Yes. I saw both of them. I did the as B- well. The one on BT Sport. I saw the one on BT Sport and then I actively searched out the one for the BBC. The BT Sport one was better, wasn't it? It was. The BT Sport one was reminiscent of... You, you two won't know this, but there was... Um, the the star running back on Ross the team Ross supports in the NFL, um, Marshawn Lynch. He um he went to media day and he famously hates talking to the media, but because of the whole way American sports built, they're quite proactive in encouraging it. And he actually every season without fail fail gets fined because it gets to about <clears> week ten in the season. They're like you haven't spoken to the media once. That's a fine, and he just takes it. It's like a hundred grand or something like that. I don't know, but um. He had to turn up for media day when they were in the Super Bowl and he sat on his plinth and he had to answer questions. So he set a timer on his phone, which was for five minutes, which was the minimum time he had to be there. And his answer to the 29 questions he were asked was the same every time. And it was, I'm just here. I won't get fined. (laughs) That's essentially what Jose did. I've got nothing to say. I have to say. say. Whoever did the BT Sport interview really earned their money that day because they did their very best because I think it was about 54 seconds, wasn't it? There's a, there'd come a point where you'd run out of things to ask him, wouldn't he? Yeah. And and my point came a lot earlier than he did. Like you said, he did earn his money. Yeah. Um. Next up for Chelsea is Dynamo Kiev at home in the Champions League. Now, Kiev are a point ahead of Chelsea in second place in Group G. They drew this 0-0 last time. If... Chelsea lose or draw this one, then can anyone see Mourinho going before the weekend? Or is it a case if Chelsea don't qualify for the Champions League group stages, then he goes? I don't know when I can see him going. Um, I I was pretty confident he wasn't going to be leaving this week because the way the fans sung his name towards the end of that game was... um, Shocking. Um, well, there was a big show of support for him from the Chelsea fans. It's hard if you're a Chelsea fan, isn't it? Because as much as you want to support Mourinho, you know which side your bread is buttered financially with Abramovich, don't you? So you don't want to come out too much again. You know, you, you won't hear any sack the board chants at Chelsea, will you? I mean, yeah, because you've already sold your soul. So if you're a Chelsea fan, you're, <laughs> you can't win, can you? No. But to be fair, you're too busy... Um, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> not letting people on trains? <laughs> well, it was going to be us. Let's just not say it. Let's not. <laughs> Colin, um, do you reckon the end is nine for Jose? It, it's a difficult one. My my head says yes. However, if you take the European game out of it, next up he's got Stoke and Norwich. And I'm sorry, I know Chelsea are misfiring, but he's got to beat Stoke and Norwich. Um, he didn't last week. Well, that's, that's, I mean, well, if, if if he struggles against those two, then yeah, he's in trouble, isn't he? Hmm. Um, and and then he's got Spurs. That's going to be a tough game. Um, but then it comes a little bit easier again. Then he's got Bournemouth after that. So so that would take him into December. It, it's it's all about Abramovich, isn't it? It's it's what he wants to do. I think that the the point will be if he starts to embarrass the club. And you could argue, has he embarrassed the club already? Yes. Maybe, maybe not. Um, I mean, no, because no, Chelsea is an embarrassment. 
As what, an institution? Yeah. Are you saying that as a bit of fan well, or are you saying it objectively? I'm saying that objectively. Really? Yeah. Why? What's the difference between what he's done and what the club has done? What's the difference between that and Man City? Mm, Well, maybe there are some questionable things about Man City, but but, um, Chelsea fans are people who will happily support um, an owner who has plenty of... At best, he's got bodies buried. At worst... He's essentially stolen all his money from the Russian people. Are you going to say allegedly, Colin, or am I? Just in case Roman's listening. Oof, well, well, Adam's on form tonight. I mean, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, hey, you know, I'm, I'm not going to knock the Chelsea fans. You, you could maybe have a go at the board and the club and everything, but I think, I think the Chelsea fans are sound. Um, they're passionate about the club. Hello, Chelsea fans, by the way, if you're listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, prob- unless, is- unless you happen to not be white and you're trying to hail a taxi in London, in which case you probably don't like Chelsea supporters. Or any kind of public transport. The problem is, is Jose, an inst- is, is he that big an institution that he's unsackable? Well, no one's unsackable. Um, no, I mean, he's been sacked before. From, from, from Chelsea. Yeah. If you're going to sack Henry Sellers on Father Ted from the BBC, you're going to sack Jose Mourinho on, um, from Chelsea, aren't you? Um, we've got to move on, unfortunately. But would you like to talk about Everton, Adam? Yes, let's. Shall we? Was... Ever... I'd love to, to swoon over Everton again, but I just, Sunderland are terrible. Well, they beat uh, Sunderland 6-2. Uh, now, Sunderland hit the, tw- the post tw- twice early on, didn't they? What was the score when they hit the post? Uh, no, Well, the first time it was 0-0. Did they hit the post when it was 2-all as well? So they got back to 2-2. They also hit the post. I mean, it could have been a bit different, couldn't it? If you're being fair to Sund- or nice to Sunderland. It could be, but you, that, those two... Their two goals came against the run of play. We were, they were being battered all game. Right. Our, our first half possession stats were something like 70%. Uh, they had 15 shots compared to your 17 during the match. Did it Chris, seem like that watching it? Chris, no. you can't make an argument for Sunderland on this. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I tell you what, Aruna Kone's hat-trick, he's the fifth Ivorian to score a Premier League hat-trick. Who can name the other four? Didier Dropper. Yeah. Um, Solomon Kali. Yep. Max Gradle. Um, no. Yaya Torre. Yeah. The last one, the last one. I don't even know who um, you played for. I think it's Portsmouth. Oh, it's, it's not going to be Benjani. No. Because he's not Ivorian. Racist. That's the main reason for that one. <laughs> uh, You're on your own here, Adam. He did play Portsmouth. He was on loan. Oh, I haven't, I'm never going to get it. It's... It really didn't, Dan. Oh. No, I never, I never would have got that. No, not in a million years. Um, Sunderland, uh, 11 games, or uh, uh, the last 12 games, they've conceded in 11 of them. So that's where Big Sam's work is cut out. Um, Everton have only won one of their last five at Goodison previously. Everton fans seem to be quite hard on them. Um, Mark, I follow, obviously. Mark is, uh, Mark is very hard on them. He is. There's a couple of people on Twitter I follow as well who are also quite hard. One in particular is quite hard on a route, um, 
uh, Aruna Kone, and I really quite like Aruna Kone. Um, I, I think he gets he does get tired a little bit with the fact of being a little bit teacher's pet esque because obviously he was brought over from Wigan with Martin as. Is this since he's changed his squad number from two to nine? Um, I don't know if that that would help the situation of anything with me. Why? Because two is a ridiculous squad number. <laughs> Do you know what? I, when I played Fire Side once, I was given the number two for the season. And I hated wearing it. it was well, that, a... but it, where, you, where did you play? I was in defence. I, whenever I played in defence, I've always worn six, and I was given two, and I hated wearing number two. I felt like Gary Neville. And not Bobby Moore. Is that what you wanted? Uh, no. Why did I wear? I wore six, I think, for um, John and Risa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, you had two for Gary Neville. I took two for Gary Neville. Yeah, I didn't like wearing two. It's just a bit of a crappy number, I thought. Um, so is this is this you turn the corner? Have you? Not you, Everton. Well, no, because I'm not the negative one. <laughs> the problem is Mark, Mark seems very bipolar with his Everton supporter, doesn't he? If you read, <laughs> if you follow him on Twitter, he's um, he, he castigates Liverpool fans for one thing, but I think he's pretty much for, the, for that thing. It's pretty much the same, isn't he? I, does he not listen to this when he's not on? Is that why you can say this? I you know what, I've made jokes about him before when he's not here. When I was with Emma last season, and he didn't mention them the following week, so I'm assuming he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I've often thought his, emo- his um, Skype profile pic looks like the emoji where someone's wearing the sunglasses. You have to have a flick through your iPhone for that one, and you can see the similarities. So when I mentioned that with Emma last season, he didn't say a thing the following week. <laughs> um, Southampton 2 Bournemouth there was another one this is a local derby one to warm the cockles of Portsmouth fans everywhere is it a local derby? I don't know how far away they are uh, about an hour is that local? everywhere's an hour from me so is that Every, everywhere's a derby nowadays as well well yeah that's true um, Pele and, uh, and Davies scored for Southampton, who are now just three points off the top five in seventh, and unbeaten in their last seven. They started a bit funny, didn't they? And then they're, they're, they're coming back now. Yeah, the thing is, though, sort of go back to the Everton-Sunderland game and, and rinse and repeat. It, it, how much of it was Southampton, how much of it was Bournemouth? Bournemouth are struggling, aren't they? They lost four out of their last five and conceded ten in their last two. Um, they're a point above the bottom three. So they're... Luckily, Sunderland, Newcastle and Villa are awful. <laughs> you think that's what's going to keep them up? Possibly. Well, they're losing at the moment, aren't they, Aston Villa? Are they losing 2-0? Two 2-0 nil? Two nil down, yeah. Um, yeah, you have to feel a little bit sorry for Bournemouth, don't you? Why? For their injuries. OK, yes, yes, OK. Yes, Although I'm sure if you'd said to them that, that, this, that you know there'd only be two places and three points behind Chelsea that are taking that. True. True. <laughs> yeah. You could sell that picture to Norwich fans as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, is there any hope for Bournemouth? Yeah, I think there is some hope. I think I've just spelled out why there's hope. Yeah, because oh, they're, they're not as bad as the other three. Well, they might be as bad as the other three, but they're not doing as badly at the moment. I think Glenn Murray's a big player for them this season, isn't he? A lot rests on his shoulders. I was very surprised Palace sold him. I think their problem will be that they won't 
strengthen in January. They won't. Uh, yeah, no, I hate to be one of these because I'm not... I, I hate the development of football where now everything is transfers. Mm. I, 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 I don't agree with that, but I don't think that... I think at least one of those three teams that I mentioned will be resurrected. Right, who do you think it might be? Um... I think that Newcastle team's better than it, it, it looks at the moment. Mm. Um, Mark Lawrence made a point on Match of the Day Extra. Oh, some quality things. <laughs> well, you have to agree with him. This is the sort of thing I thought the point you might make as well. If you spent £40 million in January to keep yourself in the Premier League and you managed to succeed, you're going to gain £120 million in TV revenue, aren't you, next season? Speculate to accumulate and all that. Yeah, it's easily said that you can go out and find some gems for 40 million quid. Hmm. You know, it's it's not that easy to get them. If they, if they were that easily available, everybody else would have got there first. Right. Where are you going to get the... Where, you, you might... If only there was a case study somewhere about how mortgaging your future might not be such a great idea. <laughs> Portsmouth? I think the uh, gold, goldfish tanks and Seth Johnson. Think, um, yeah. think closer to home, yeah. Yeah, Leeds United. Hmm. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, well, speaking of strugglers, uh, Newcastle nil, Stoke nil. Um, not an awful lot I took for this game, apart from Jack Butland. He's done very well, I think, this season. Every time I've seen him on TV, he seems to have had a very, very good game. Six saves, six saves in this game for the third time this season, and he's made the most saves uh, this season in the Premier League with 45, which either shows that he's really good or Stoke's defence is terrible. He seems to um, seems to have a bright future, doesn't he? He does. Move on before Ross shouts at us. Next game. Next game. Palace nil. Manchester United nil. 325 minutes without a goal now for um, Manchester United. Attack, attack, attack. The fans say. I, I mean, it's difficult not to take this personally, but I had a lovely little free bet from Skybet for £5. And I put it on an 11-game accumulator, which, assuming Villa don't come back and score three goals, means that 10 of them will have come in. And Manchester United drawing has cost me £233. Ooh. That's a lot. <laughs> what did you expect, though? Them to beat Palace. Uh, well, for, I suppose form says they would do. Because um, Palace haven't been brilliant lately. Anybody see the through ball that was played to Rooney? From Martial? I didn't, I've heard about it. It kind of... Martial, a wonderful through ball from Anthony Martial. Um... Rooney kind of lets it run past him in the hope that he can then presumably open his body out and pa- pass it past the keeper. But the only problem is, is the ball just can, moves faster and faster. He either slows down or the ball moves faster and faster, but either way it wasn't pretty. Uh, he didn't get anywhere near the ball, it ran straight through the keeper. And I think that pretty much sums up Rooney at the moment. Um, Paul, who was of this parish last week, was at the game um, and said that he was absolutely awful. Uh, Rooney, not Paul. <laughs> Uh, three consecutive nil-nils for United. Uh, they're next up at home to CSK Moscow, the Champions League. They drew 1-1 uh, before. Um, that should be pretty pedestrian, shouldn't it? Or am I assuming too much? Is, is that the wrong word you mean? Pedestrian? No, uh, pedestrian routine, maybe, is the word I'm that's, looking yeah, for. Yeah, I, th- I agree. I think at, in, at Old Trafford, that's a different CSK or a different... Um, Prospect. Hmm. Um, Alan Pardy reckons they should have won. Ten shots to United's five. Uh, were they Rob Collin? Well, Sam Allardyce thinks that as well, doesn't he? But look what happened. 
That's true. That's true. Well, I'd, 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 have, I'd have some sympathy with Pardew. I think I think Palace were the best team. Yeah. 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 I do. Um. I. I, I I don't, I don't rate Manchester United. I think, I think, I, I, you know, some people said they could maybe put a title challenge together. I don't think so. That depends on how bad the other teams are, though. And also, you can say three nil nils, but also three clean sheets. Yeah. Fantastic save yeah. from De Gea in this when Balassi walloped the ball. T- um, championship winning teams are based on clean sheets. So not clean sheets on good defences, basically, aren't they? Mm. You could look at our, look at Manchester United's. I looked at Manchester United's record the other day, where I was looking at the top of the league table, and it's only the two draws that mean they're not top of the league right now. So that's that's two goals, essentially one in each game. That's all they're missing. Mm. So oh, well, the so goal difference is, to... they would they wouldn't they'd be third. Because they'd be on 25 points with that, but their goal difference is only plus 7, whereas Arsenal's is 13 and City's oh, OK, is if we're worried about goal difference in 2000 and... In, um, <laughs> after 10, 10 games. Well, it's cost them before. True. But... But I see, your, I see your point. After 38 games, maybe we can worry about that. OK. But yes, I see your point about the fact that yeah, these are sort of fine margins. Marginal gains, as um, Team Sky might say. Yeah. Um... That's going to work out well for them. Um, moving on, Swansea nil, Arsenal 3. Anybody see this one and think that Swansea were very unlucky with uh, definitely the Mertesacker handball and maybe the Koscielny goal with Fabianski? Nobody? No. OK. Definitely no, don't think no, that Mertesacker was a handball, the, where he, the free kick into the area. It did, well, it did hit it. Yeah, he, he did um, move his arm, didn't he? Well, the ref hasn't seen it, has he? I guess. Uh, what else was he be looking at? Then? Well, I don't know. That's that's the ref job, isn't it? But I mean, if he hasn't seen it, then he can't give it. No, that's true. Um, one win in eight. Oh, what, go on. what I would what I would say is, you know, we were talking about the the Lucas um, yellow card for the for the. Potentially the second yellow that would have got him sent off. The one I thought it was very wasn't. similar to a challenge. I could see it go either way, but th- there was a challenge um, by two Arsenal players, Bellerin and Campbell, on Montero. And again, sort of like a scissor movement, two players on one. And again, it was very similar, and that was just a free kick. Um, and I thought those two challenges, that and the Liverpool one, were quite quite similar, but. Yeah, that, that, that's my sort of backing for the Lucas challenge. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, going back to that Chelsea game, actually, did anybody see uh, Costa on Skirtle? Yes, that's dirty. Great, I love that. I, lo- I especially love the fact that um, Skirtle just stood up and towered over him. I think Costa's met his match with him, hasn't he? But the thing is, Skirtle had an opportunity there to make more of it, didn't he? Oh, he did. If he started rolling around, he, he, he could have... He, he, he helped Costa out, didn't he, by mm. being so decent? He did. Oh, I was at a um, Halloween party on Saturday that also coupled as a World Cup party. Um, and I played a little game of football stroke rugby bingo with myself. Uh, I knew there would be lots of rugby fans at this place watching. And I kind of bet, what would they say first? Would it be fo- uh, real men not like footballers, uh, calling the referee sir, 
you never see that in football. Sim bins for footballers. Footballers have been overpaid ponces um, or something else. The first derogatory comment made towards football and pro rugby. Uh, anyone guess what it was? Um, um, it was probably to do with... I reckon it was when the Australian pl- prop was bleeding after about two minutes and he wasn't rolling around on the floor. You're right. So, so a real men... You're right, there was. That was what they talked about. They talked about real men and footballers diving. Um, but I did suggest at that point that I'd rather see a footballer dive than a rugby player eye gouge, which got me a few stinky looks. <laughs> know your audience. Yeah. <laughs> um, Manchester City 2, Norwich 1. This was a um, goalkeeping masterclass, wasn't it? Shocking, wasn't it? I can kind of see Joe from Joe Hart because I've done that myself. The ball kind of comes into you at an angle, and you're trying to grip it so hard that you end up sort of accidentally pushing it down. John Ruddy, I've got no idea at all what he was doing. As funny as it was, I, I mm. should imagine he had to apologise quite profusely to Russell Martin afterwards. Um. Norwich, though, seemed pretty organised, didn't they? They were very difficult to break down, but they've lost four in a row, uh, and they're now 16th. So it doesn't seem to get any better for them. As, as, even though they're trying different things, their results don't seem to be improving, which doesn't bode well, does it? I, I think the problem with Norwich is that I don't think they're particularly any better than, than the, the squad they had when they got relegated last time round. Um They've you got don't think they're sort of battle-hardened and know what they're doing this time? They, they might. I just don't think they've got enough quality and depth. So they've got Cameron Jerome up front, who I don't think is a Premier League footballer, a Premier mm. League striker. Um, and if they're counting on him to sort of save them, then I think, I think they're going to struggle. Um, again, as we said, you know, maybe with you know, when we're talking about Bournemouth, what, what do Norwich do? They could potentially splash the cash in, in January and maybe get some more players in. But are they going to be willing to do that? And my, my thought is that they probably won't. You don't think... You don't think this speculate to accumulate theory of Loro's has got legs? I think the problem with it, though, is the, how, how do you separate the idea of you spend £40 million to stay in the Premier League from a team in the Championship doing exactly the same? To what to get up from the? Yes. Do you think it's easy to get out of the championship or stay in the Premier League? Well, I don't think it, I don't think it matters when it, you're talking about driving up prices. Right. So, what does that make your forty quid worth? Your forty million pound worth? I suppose the point is it makes it, it makes it worth an awful lot if you manage to stay there. If you lose, then you know you could do a Wigan, couldn't you? The problem is the wages. That's that's the, the problem is is that say you you buy five players and let's say three of them are duds. You're not going to be able to get them on a one-year contract. You probably have to give them a three-year contract. They're not going to accept a relegation wage drop. And then you've got to pay for that in the championship. And you haven't got the money coming in anymore. Would um, they have relegation clauses or wage clauses? I think they'd have that, Colin. I think they're quite standard. But if you, if you were a player who thought you were worth your salt, would you say, well, hold on a minute, that's not really ambition, is it? Um I don't know. Yeah, maybe some players are good enough to do that, but yeah. But to turn to turn that that around, would you say, hold on, if you think you're good enough that you're worth sixty grand a week, why would I why would I be getting relegated? 
true. True. Um, well, next up, City, they're away in Seville in the Champions League. Um, they beat Seville 2-1 at the Etihad in the previous round. Kevin De Bruyne's 91st minute match winner. Kevin De Bruyne, uh, in seven Premier League games, has got three goals and three assists. Um, Seville have won just ten European home games. Uh, sorry, have won their last ten European home games. Uh, yes, but European home games. Yes, that's what I'm saying. This is going to be a European match they play in the Champions League. Yes, yeah, but what I mean is, you're, you're repeat, they're not champ, they haven't won their, their, their oh, Champions sorry. League yes. games. Okay, I understand. Um, you think it's a really different prospect? Um, I think Sevilla's struggling this season. So, I don't, I don't, I don't know how. How did they get in? Did they win the Europa League, did they? They did win the Europa League, yeah. So they're no mugs, are they? Um, and also, Manchester United haven't, sorry, Manchester City haven't earned anyone's trust in the, away in the Champions League, have they? No, they just got one clean sheet in their last 11 games, City have. I'm not, um, I would not be backing Manchester City to, at the week, midweek. No. Um, Watford 2, West Ham 0, who saw Andy Carroll? Uh, loses marbles in the penalty area as well. Yeah, the, he he had a, a a game to forget, didn't he? He had a shocker. He did. Very odd game he had, wasn't it? It wasn't just like that one thing he did wrong. He did loads of things wrong. He, he was he was completely bad. Yeah, <laughs> completely. <laughs> um, James Collins had a red card. That was always quite good fun to see. And uh, Igalio scored two. I've got my, I stuck in my fantasy team a couple of weeks ago, so I'm quite pleased with that. He's scored seven. And I, I don't think that was. A, I don't think that was a red card, by the way, Collins. I think, you know? I, no, I think it was harsh. What, really harsh or just a little bit harsh? I'd have given him a yellow. Would you? Uh, he took him out. We did. Yes, that's true. Yeah, he took him out. But this is a conversation between two people who think Lucas should have stayed on the pitch. So, right. Yeah. Mm. Well, what did you think? Was it a maybe, I'm, maybe I'm the lenient? Maybe me and Chris are the lenient refs here, and, and maybe 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 I'm the Klattenberg and. I don't know who's who's a stringent ref. I thought he was had... a red card. Am I some sort of harsh right wing disciplinarian? Am I? No, I thought this was a. Yeah, you are. You're. Um, I'm the woolly liberal. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Colin. I think you're sitting in. You're taking the centre ground. No, no, no. I, I think I think I'm the woolly liberal. Colin is the um, uh, the sort of take no punishment back from the eighties. You know, men were men, UKIP kind of thing. And I think you're. Know, you're a commie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you're a sort of um, you're you're the other end of the scale. I think because you're sort of send them off, aren't you? Well, stop cheating. It's simple. Uh, there's a difference between a, t- a cheating and a bad tackle, isn't there? Um, you, now you're just using my words against me, though. I am. <laughs> this is my six-week jury course coming back to. Um, Coming back to get me. Uh, what? A waste of taxpayers' money. Uh, nine grand a day, that was. <laughs> Not for me, though. <laughs> um, Icario is now the highest Premier League scorer for Watford. Um, and we're only in November. He's beaten Herman Horidison and uh, and somebody else who I think scored just six in across the whole season. Did I... Do, uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, though. Did Watford ever successfully stay up? I don't think they did, did they? It's, it's twice they've been in the Premier League before, isn't it? Which probably goes to explain a lot as to why that's happened so yes. early. 
Uh, yes, I probably agree with you there. Well, hopefully, now he's in my team, he doesn't fall off a cliff. Um, and speaking of players in my fantasy team... Watford have been impressive, though. Sorry? Watford have been impressive, though. Yeah, they have been impressive. They've, they've got a good manager, haven't they? They chose well in him. Defensively tight as well. Yes. I mean, when Troy Deeney starts scoring as well, I mean, he scored last week, but that's his first goal of the season when he starts knocking them, and then um, they're really going to be OK. Nice manhug here between Flores and um, and Billich at the start. Did anybody see this? You see, Chris, this is the kind of stuff that Cotton Ross is getting annoyed about. <laughs> <laughs> I think these human elements are, the, are what kind of make this podcast sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Billich is about six inches taller, and he sort of took him into his arms and gave him a sort of gentle hug or caress type thing. It was, it was very sweet to see. Um, finally in the Premier League West Brom 2 Leicester City 3 uh, Jamie Vardy now my fancy team scored for his 8th game in a row um, anybody see this one and should West Brom have had a penalty for the sort of body check on Darren Fletcher I can't remember if I'm honest a lot happened in that game it did didn't it and it was also very late on match of the day uh, yes it was um, for, a ga- for a game with 5 goals in it was towards the end, wasn't it? Well, Leicester now claimed 10 points from losing positions this season and a third. Um, and the other thing I took from this game is to download the Graham Hunter podcast where he interviews Darren Fletcher because that's actually quite a good listen if anybody um, is into that sort of thing. Um, as long as you like... I, I listen to them and like them myself, but as long as you like hearing someone blow smoke up someone's ass... Oh, it is a bit like that, for, isn't it? For an hour, then... It is a sure. bit like that. Yeah, he does like himself a little bit as well, doesn't he? Um, he does. Graham Hunter. I, I go in knowing that, so it's fine. Yes, if you if you know that's going to happen, then that's fine. He likes a bit of a name drop and he likes talking about himself. But they are quite good. The Darren Fletcher one's quite good. Um, Colin, do you want to talk about the championship? Yes, why not indeed? Okay. Um, top of the table, Brighton drew 1-1 with Reading this week at the weekend. Um Hull in second place beat MK Dons 2-0, so Brighton in 30 points top, and then you've got Hull and Burnley, um, second and third on 28 points, and you've got two teams, Borough, um, Middlesbrough and Derby on 27, and Birmingham on 24 points. Um, I think other than Birmingham, we lost 2-0 at Wolves, they all seem to do okay this weekend. Uh, Goings on at Leeds, Colin? Yeah, well, I'd just say about those names that you mentioned, there's no real surprises at the top, apart from maybe Birmingham, who are in sixth place, who are sort of... A Brighton, not a surprise. Um, they're, they're a well-run club, to be honest. Um, they're just a little bit like of the ilk of Bournemouth. Mm. I'm not just saying that because they're by the seaside, but... And down the um, south coast. Just, just, yeah, just, just well-run and... Good stadium, good setup, and they, they do things the right way. Um, so we'll, we'll see how they get on. Um, y- yeah, as, as to Leeds, um, 19th in the table. Uh, got beat 2 0 by Blackburn. Um, some, I, 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 it was on Sky, so I, I watched it. And uh, some, some Leeds fans said it was the, the, the worst game they've ever seen. It, it really was abject. My um, Twitter was in full Leeds meltdown. Was it really? Mm. Um, it, it, I mean, I, I, I couldn't really believe what I was seeing. I mean, a goal down after 17 seconds, two down after 16, was it 16 minutes, uh, six minutes? 
Um, and then you think, well, okay, you, you've lost the game, but at least put a bit of fight in there. And uh, there just wasn't any. Um, so, yeah, going on off the pitch, um, Cellino was getting a lot of chance at that match. Massimo, time to go. And uh, he said today that he, he won't be attending any more Leeds United matches. He just um, wants to be able to go to the shops in peace, doesn't he? Yes, that was it. He was saying that, you know, we went to the shops to buy a packet of cigarettes. You know, he was getting grief, wasn't he? And He felt covered in shame. Is this why he keeps forgetting yeah. to pay tax on things? Because yeah. he gets distracted by fans. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's all in the past. But oh, it, just it? Keep, it just keeps creeping up on him. Um, and, he, and to be fair, he's Italian. Uh, the, the trick normally is... Divert any um, tweets there to uh, Adam SA 101. The trick normally is just to not get caught and then wait for the statute of limitations to expire. Okay. Adam, what do you do as your job? <laughs> Tell the listeners. Have some French people not pay tax. It's completely different. <laughs> the, the one good thing to, that has, been, has come out of Leeds is that uh, Massimo Cellino has said that he is willing to sell his stake in the club, which is around 75-78%. Um to the Leeds Fans United group, which are a um, fans group that offer shares and fans can buy shares. I own a share, £100 share, um, in trying to buy the club back. What did you buy it for? For exactly this reason. No, no, um, uh, how much did you buy it for, sorry? It's £100 a share. And what's so it you worth can, now? Well, no, it's not on the stock market. Oh, right, OK. Um, it's, it's just a case of you know, putting your money down to sort of help the club and help help buy it. And and the, the offer was that if it went down the toilet, then you'd, you'd get 90% of your money back. So you'd get £90 back if, if it all failed. Um, what do you get for your £100? Sorry, what happens to the other 10 quid? That pays for um, fees and things like that, uh, for the transactional fees, things like that. Okay. What about so, all these poor people that um, only got um, one pence in the pound and ten pence in the pound last time in your administration? Do they get any money? <laughs> that's, that's different. Uh, don't, 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 otherwise I'll start on Portsmouth again. <laughs> but yeah, um, the, uh, Sorry, Colin, but I, just, uh, well, I wanted to ask a question because I read today that he said that he would um, sell... Uh, he doesn't want... He, without making a profit as well. Correct, yeah. Now, what does he mean by that? Because that could be selling it for what he bought it for, or has he then also invested other money since he bought the club originally? That he's yes. going to want—is he going to want to recoup all his losses, or does he have loans that he would want that would remain on the books? I don't. What do, do you know? What he what he means by that specifically? He, he hasn't come out with an exact figure as to the, the money that he wants yet. Um, he has said not he doesn't want to take any profit on it um, but I would assume that it would include all the investment that he's put in as well so it would include his loans that he's put in um, so <laughs> finger in the air sort of number I think it may be like 40 million quid something like that um, it's all it's all very complicated about who's paid money to who and there's another investor in the club as well the the previous owners GFH who own about twenty two percent. So that's that's 
that's 400,000 shares. Yes, let, let me make it clear. The, the, the Leeds Fan United group is, is basically it's going to be two, two avenues, basically. One is the, the fans. So the fans are going to be putting money in, which is somewhere between half a million and a million pounds at the moment. And the rest will come from a backer uh, who will invest money. But it will be the Leeds Fans United group who, if you like, guide them on how to invest that. So, so these are buyers who don't want to go to Chilino or GFH directly. They want to go through Leeds Fans United, have Leeds presence on the board, um, and have that, that Leeds Fans United presence saying who, who they would like to be on the board, which, which people they would <coughs> like to be leading the club, for example. But effectively, though, you're, you're massively narrowing the pool of people who that's willing, likely to be, because realistically, all, that, all you're going to get there is a wealthy Leeds owner, a wealthy Leeds fan. Because no no other wealthy person is going to want to, who is smart enough to have made 20, 30, 35 million quid, is going to want to be dictated to on what they do with their investment. Yeah, I understand that. And that's, that's going to, it's going to be complications. And, and what's happening at the moment is that Leeds Fans United are trying to enter a period of, um, I can't remember the exact words, but a period of grace where they can negotiate a deal with uh, Cellino exclusively without other people coming in to try and put a bid in. Um, there have been offers to Leeds Fans United already, a, a number of very good offers, and I mean like well over £50 million, going up to £125 million, one of which was Red Bull. Um, and uh, for example, the, the Leeds Fans United group turned down want to work with Red Bull um, because they, they wanted to... Um, get rid of Ellen Road, rename it like Red Bull Leeds, um, the Red Bull Stadium, that sort of thing. So they didn't want to do a deal with someone like that. Um, so, yeah, it is where we are. I think, I think there's going to be a lot of eyes looking at Leeds on, on how this pans out, but potentially this is a big club which is going to be potentially a percentage fan-owned and how's it going to work. Um, but as far as I'm concerned as a Leeds United fan, the simple fact is, is that the, the current model, which allows people like Bates to run my club, GFH to run my club, Chilino to run my club, it isn't working. So if, if we're going to try something different, it's got to be worth a go. Okay. Um, we're going to have to move on, unfortunately. Um, but whoever said, back, whoever said backer about five minutes ago just did remind me that you might want to check out Carlos Backer's selfie in front of the... Milan fans at Lazio yesterday. If anybody sees that, that's quite good fun. And just just one other thing, which is completely unrelated. Um, did anyone see earlier that um, when you know on uh, on Monday Night Football when they have the uh, the graphics of the players walking, to, they do that thing when they announce mm. the teams and the players and they have the manager. Mm-hmm. They, they've just <laughs> um, Sky just photoshopped. Um, um, uh, Remy, what's his face? Is that Remy Guard's face on Tim Sherwood's body? I think. <laughs> yeah, there's, on Twitter, there's a picture going around of two, the same picture side by side. Oh, I hope Tim Sherwood's not watching. <laughs> you get image rights. Um, right, what we're doing now, we're moving on to our uh, section we do every week on five-a-side um, teams. What we do is we take each Premier League team in turn um, and we uh, go through all their Premier League players or we, we come up with a five-a-side team with the best Premier League players that have played them. Uh, so, 
your Premier League player going to play for them for two minutes, or they could be Ryan Giggs and played pretty much every season for them when we did Manchester United. So this week we're doing Southampton. What we want is one goalkeeper, uh, one defender, and then any three other players. Now, I've got some teams here. Um, Adam, I don't think you've done one, have you? So you could be our voice of reason. Fantastic. Um, now, first shout-out goes to uh, at Cheesy Chips, who is a Portsmouth fan, and his tweet to us was um, his Southampton players would be any five who played in this which was uh, a YouTube clip titled Pompey 4 Scummers 1 okay so right I, I'm going to make an executive decision to ban the re- <laughs> Portsmouth fans from the rest of this discussion okay uh, right I have gone for Anthony Amy in goal um, Klaus Lundervon defence Marion Bahars Matthew Letissier and um, Ricky Lambert, Ross has gone for Fraser Forster, Ken Munkow, Matt Letissier, Marion Pahars, and James Beattie. Mark has gone for um, uh, Fraser Forster, Ken Munkow, Ile Berkovich, Matt Letissier, Marion Pahars. Uh, at ALPM57 has gone for Kevin Dav- or Kelvin Davis, uh, rather ambitiously Francis Benali, uh, Matthew Letissier, Adam Alana, and Ricky Lambert. Colin, who did you go for? I went for Anthony Amy, yeah. Klaus Lundek Farm. Adam Lalana. Yeah. Adam Letissier. Adam Letissier. Uh, Matt Letissier, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and Ricky Lambert. Okay, so there are votes. Not one vote for Ali Dyer. Um, right. We've got two votes for Anthony Amy, two votes for Fraser Forster, one vote for Kelvin Davis. Anthony Amy was a fantastic keeper. Um, do you remember him, Adam? I do. Okay. Do you remember him yeah. being good or being bad? Or I remember him I remember being all right, actually. Yeah. I thought he was really good. Well, seeing as me and Colin both voted for him, can we stick him in? We can, yeah. Go on, we'll go for Anthony I'm, I'm building up these credits because I'm going to go for something a bit spectacular. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm, I'm building up some good favour. Okay, so in defence, I did struggle with this. Klaus Lundervan with two, Ken Munkow with two, and Francis Benali with one vote. Um, I went for Klaus Lundervan. Colin, you went... Oh, you went for Klaus Lundervan as well. Yep. Um, any... Botherings either way on this one, Adam? I think I would have done the same. There's not many great Southampton defenders, is there? The guy at work said Luke Shaw, but I don't really think you'd want him in your five-a-side team. No. Uh, so we go for Ken Moncow. Well, right? you, uh, might, you, might, you might pick him in your five-a-side team, but not as your actual defender, if you know what I mean. No. So we go for um, Class London, shall we? Yeah. Right. This is, he I went a bit you... mad, you know. Did he? Cla- yeah, he did. What did he do? It, yeah, he... Um... Well, he used to hide in cupboards and, and hunt paparazzi with, with a knife. Did you hear about this? He <laughs> went on a bit of a downward spiral with drugs and, and alcohol. Um, and, uh, you know, after the football ended. And, uh, yeah, he used to hunt paparazzi in his garden with a knife. And and it, what did he do? Turn it into the Hunger Games? <laughs> <laughs> what were they doing? Does it, was he inviting them into his garden, like, like <laughs> tricking them, and then bam? I think he just had uh, a, few, a few drug problems. And Wait, this sounds a bit dark, Colin. I wish we hadn't gone there. <laughs> it says on Wikipedia. He's better now. It says on Wikipedia, I would drink two litres of hard liquor and do between five and ten grams of cocaine every day. He sounds quite fun, doesn't he? We've got to have him in our team. Uh, I mean, Keith Richards is still alive, so he can't do people that much harm. No. All right, well, we'll go with him. Um... The other three. Is Matt Letissier a given, seeing as everybody voted for him and he would guarantee yeah. you goals? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm about to play my card and say he shouldn't be anywhere near this team. Really? 
It wasn't actually that good. But he was. Sorry, say that again, sorry. I don't actually think he was that good. Just fat, lazy player who just strolled around the pitch. Well, right, okay. But but let's double this with the fact that he should be banned from football for life for, for, for his spot fixing. Oh, he's not done that. Yeah, he has. It's in his book. He admitted it in No, no, I said who hasn't done that. Oh, I see, okay. What, so, what did he fix? He tried to... He, he bet on... On, he tried to bet. He bet on a game that he was playing in, where and it was sort of the time of the first throw-in. And he took the kickoff and tried to kick the ball out of play and failed. No, you're not thinking of the West Ham player that did that old Trafford, are you? No, that's what Matt Letizia did. Oh, did he? Yeah. It's it's a travesty that Sky think it's okay to employ him after that. Oh, you could go through a lot of people and think something similar. Um. Go on, put him in the team, but he should be bad from football. No, he should. Well, I mean, they wouldn't be anywhere near. Yeah, okay, well, he's in. We won't argue about that. Um, well, we are. <laughs> it's like talking to my wife. Marion <laughs> uh, Pahar's got three votes. Ricky Lambert got three votes. Adam Lallana got two votes. What's your trump card? That was my trump card. What? Not having him in. Not having Matt Letizia. Well, that worked well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, to be fair, um, they wouldn't have survived in the Premier League as long without him, would they? Mm, probably not. No? Okay. Um, but but also, he wouldn't even be playing... Uh, if, if he was a player today, he wouldn't even be playing in the Championship. Oof. That's a, that's a big call. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. His goals would be worth it. Um, so we've got Marion Pahars with three votes, Ricky Lambert with three, and Lana with two. Um, do you need a target man, Ricky Lambert-esque player up, up, up top? He'd take your penalties as well, wouldn't he? But, what? Well, I, I, we'll have him so he can take this, just so Matt Letizia can't take the penalties then. There you go. All right. <laughs> uh, you, you voted for Lambert as well, didn't you, Colin? So you got no truck with that. Yeah, I did, yeah. No, okay. no problem. Um, Marion Bahar's got three votes. I really like Marion Bahar's. I think he was a very underrated player, and if it wasn't for his injuries, I think he could have done really well. But you went for Adam Lallana, didn't you, Colin? Is this with your England hat on again? Have you inflicted this with us? No, I just thought he was an excellent player for, for Southampton. Yeah? Where do you stand on this, Adam? Um... Or have you got another alternative? I would have struggled to, I'd have, because you'd have accused me of living up to my stereotype if I picked Adam Lallana. And I, I struggled to pick Adam Lallana on the basis that he's not as good as Morgan Schneiderlin. Would you want Morgan Schneiderlin in a five-a-side team? Um, and the fact that nobody's voted for him either. Probably, that's the problem with your five-a-side teams. What's that? They're not mine. They're a, <laughs> anyone, can, anyone can vote in them. <laughs> What's the problem? People don't vote for the players you want. That's part of my problem. But that's, <laughs> that's just my problem in life. <laughs> no, they're a bit like I mean, I mean, just they're, a, they're a bit like fantasy football, aren't they? Where, Adam, I'm reading a book at the moment called the, the Psychopath Test. I think you should check it out. <laughs> just, just out of interest, Chris. I mean, as a Liverpool fan, what, what do you think of Adam Lallana? I quite like him, to be honest. I don't think I think he gets quite a lot of stick, and I don't think he's settled too well. But I think underneath his, him struggling, is a very good player. Yeah. Go on then. I'm quite happy to have Adam Lallana. Plus for running over as well and Ross will tell me off. 
Right, okay, so we've got Anthony Amy in goal, Klaus Lundic Varm in defence, then we've got Matt Letissier, Adam Lalana with Ricky Lambert up top. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? That's pretty tasty. Okay. Um, right, if I rummage through my hat, we'll pull out a team for next week, uh, and I shall rummage out Aston Villa. We can get uh, Julian Jochum in this team. Oh, God. Ross will get Julian Jochum in this team. <laughs> Followed by Mark Draper. This is going to be some kind of nightmare for you. Ross hates Aston Villa, so don't worry. Oh, he does, doesn't he? This is the one team we can't stand. We've got to get Paul McGrath in it, at least. Um, anyway, so yes, uh, at Man on the Post is the uh, Twitter address. If you want to send us your Aston Villa teams, we'll read them out next week. Um, keep an eye on at Man on the Post as well. Uh, we've got a competition for a chance for you to win um, a copy of issue 10 of the Football Pink, which isn't out as yet. So you can get one before all your mates and be the envy of them and maybe take it down a nightclub and pull some girls. Um, it's the issue 10 is the Ten Commandments issue. So it's got a theme to it. So keep your eye on at Man on the Post um, and you'll see some clues as to how you win that competition. Uh, Colin, if they want to follow you, how do they follow you? Yeah, you can get hold of me at Cass707. And I just want to say before I leave, Chris, it'd be rude for me not to say congratulations to Frank Lampard on his OBE. Well, <laughs> deserved. Yeah. Where's your Stevie Gerrard? He hasn't got one, has he? Well, if you want to have some kind of recognition from an outmoded institution that hasn't had any relevance since uh, probably the late 1600s, then, yeah, you go ahead. Jealousy. <laughs> I mean, that's the same person who used the criminal justice system to claim that he was self-defence after throwing the first punch, so... You leave this court without a stain on your reputation, I think was the quote from the um, judges he clutched his season ticket for the cop end. <laughs> and his new signed shirt. <laughs> um... How do they follow you, Adam? Any Stephen Jarrod fans? Uh, Adam SA101. Uh, Adam SA101. I'm, I'm always, ha- always happy to talk to people about Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> uh, well, I can talk to you about Aruna Kone as well this week, seeing as you're in a good mood. Um, manofthepost.com is the website. If you like what you hear, then you can leave us a review on iTunes. Any five-star reviews are fantastically received because they help bump us up the charts. Uh, Tweeters, if you've got any questions or any points, you can use the hashtag MOTP as well and we will uh, read anything out. But always remember to keep your man on the post. <laughs>